Pentecost Sunday. <laughs> People that walk by faith don't need a whole lot of sight. <laughs> See, I ain't help me now. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. This is also Memorial Weekend where we remember those that have given their lives for the country so that you could have freedom. And as an ex-Marine, I, I really appreciate the fact that I'm still alive. Yeah. I'm so glad God graced me to come back. And, you know, it's, being an American citizen is wonderful. It's got its fault, but I tell you, there's some other places. I'm so glad I don't live there. I'm so glad I'm an American. Look at your neighbor and say, you glad too, ain't you? <laughs> so let's be clear. The gift that I'm talking about is the Holy Ghost. But like any gift, you must first be in the right position and willing to receive it. <laughs> you got to be in the right position and willing to receive it. I don't know him. He don't know me. But he in the right position. All right? Now, now, notice what he did. He had no problem. <laughs> I could stand here all day long. But it takes him receiving Come on now. How many gifts have you not received? Waiting for the gift. To as many as receive, can you give? He don't know what's in here. But he ain't got no problem receiving. Are you there? Bless you. Now remember that. Remember. Here in our opening text, it is stated clearly the guidelines for receiving 
the Holy Ghost. Number one, repent. In other words, change the way you function to God's way of functioning. Change the way you function to God's way of functioning. See, a lot of folk that think they have repented ain't repented because they ain't changed. They still are bound and tied up in doing things the way they want it done. They want God to jump every time. No, but you got to change the way that you operate and begin to operate like God. That's when you really repent. All right? Secondly, if you want the gift, you got to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. That means being saturated in water and cleansed. Water baptism is part of the process of becoming like Jesus. You know, a little sprinkle hit. No, get saturated. You need to go under. And when you, you go down, the devil come up. Don't, don't come up like one. Being saturated in the spirit by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Ghost for the remission of sins. Now, remission means the pardon. See, it's amazing how many of you have been living for years and you still condemn yourself? You won't forgive the fact that you confessed your fault he said, I'm faithful and unjust to forgive you and cleanse you of all unrighteousness, but you're still walking around with guilt. Because you keep thinking and thinking and thinking and thinking and leaning to your own understanding, but not in all of your ways acknowledging him. When God says he forgave you, he forgave you. That's why sometimes when you bring it up, he don't even remember, it gets real quiet because it's off the radar. You said, I'm sorry, he forgave you. And remission of sins means a pardon. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, I'm pardoned. I am pardoned. When's the last time you told yourself you were pardoned? When's the last time you forgave yourself? You get up with forgiveness. And then when you walk with forgiveness, you know how to forgive others. Because you know you, hey, if it wasn't for the Lord, you'd be... Flow with me. When I repent, when I'm baptized in the name of Jesus, and, and then when I connect with the Holy Spirit that positions me to receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. I confess with my mouth, I believe in my heart, and say, now, all right, Holy Ghost, come on in. Hallelujah. He's a gift. Now, gift means something bestowed voluntarily and without compensation. When I gave him that gift, did he have to give me anything? Did he want to give me anything? <laughs> Come on, flow with me. It was voluntarily. 
given, got it? Without my expecting any compensation. Same way with the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost was given to you without expectancy of compensation. No compensation. I'm just, I'm just here to be a blessing for you. So the gift of the Holy Ghost is something that has been bestowed voluntarily and without something received as payment. In other words, the Holy Ghost has been released to the sons and daughters of Jesus Christ voluntarily and without something to receive as payment. Now go to Acts 8. Acts 8 and verse 18. Some of y'all are struggling with your walk with God because you keep trying to pay him. Acts 8, 18. And when Simon saw that, the, that through the laying on of hands of the apostles' hands, the Holy Ghost was given, he offered them money. Somebody saw someone flowing in the gift of the Holy Ghost and they come and want the Holy Ghost and they want to get the Holy Ghost by giving some money. Saying, give me also this power that on whomsoever I lay hands, he may receive the Holy Ghost. But Peter said unto him, thy money perish with thee because thou hast thought that the gift of God may be purchased with money. How many people in church are messed up because you don't know about the money flow? You think money, hey, it ain't about money, it's about your heart. You ever come to church with nothing? I, huh? But leave feeling blessed. Ain't about your money. About your heart. But Peter said, Thy money perish with thee because thou hast thought that the gift of God may be purchased with money. Thou hast neither part nor lot in the matter, for thy heart is not right in the sight of God. Repent, therefore, of this thy wickedness, and pray, God, if perhaps the thought of thine heart may be forgiven thee. For I perceive that thou art in the gall of bitterness and in the bond of iniquity. When people are so strung up about money, something wrong with their heart. Something wrong with your heart. So this gift of the Holy Ghost that I'm talking about has been given by God voluntarily and without compensation. But how you respect and handle this gift is important to the gift flowing and functioning well in and through your life and living. How you respect and how you handle the gift of the Holy Ghost. Now go to Acts 8.15. Acts 8.15, here we go. Acts 8.15, and then we're going to look at 8, uh, verse 17 as well. It says... Who, when they were come down, prayed for them that they might receive the Holy Ghost. Then laid they their hands on them 
and they receive the Holy Ghost. Got it? Folks, this verse points out that the gift of the Holy Ghost must be received. And the laying on of hands by someone filled with the Holy Ghost, not the demons, filled with the Holy Ghost is one of the key ways that people can receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. But what, now here we go, but what are the key benefits of receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost? There's a benefit for receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost. He daily loadeth me with, see y'all, he daily loadeth me with benefits. Go to John 14, 26. What's the benefit of receiving the Holy Ghost? John 14, 26, here we go. But the comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said. One of the key benefits to receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost is that you become, he becomes your comforter. Any of you ever been in some hard situations? And all of a sudden, you had a comfort? You thought you, thought you were going to lose it. But because you were connected with the comforter, you had comfort. You don't know how you, it was God. That's a benefit of the Holy Ghost. And that's why the devil keeps mocking him. So that you don't have confidence in him. So that you don't even know that you got comfort when he's there. Luke 12, 12. Let's go to the next one. Luke 12, 12. Not only is he a comforter, but Luke 12, 12 says, For the Holy Ghost shall teach you in the same hour what you ought to say. Oh, that's, oh, Jesus. Woo! When you have hooked up and tied up with the Holy he will tell you what to say. Some of y'all had gotten in mess because you said something that the Holy Ghost ain't tell you to say. You just said what you wanted to say because you wanted to say it. Y'all ain't helping me say it. Ain't no hallelujahs now. The Holy Ghost is in your life to teach you what to say and when to say it. That's a benefit. Ain't nothing like saying the right thing at the right time. It, you miss it. Ain't nothing like saying the right thing at the right time and reaping the best thing because you said it at the right time and you said it the way he said say it. Oh my God. Example. Went to the store the other day. Hallelujah, y'all been to the store, you know. And we were standing before uh, the uh, person getting ready to negotiate the, the deal in a, in a purchase. And we listened to the Holy Ghost. And the Holy Ghost said, uh, ask the person, do they have some additional, um, what do you call it, coupons? You gotta, you gotta, is there any coupons with this deal? And all of a sudden, the person that was taking the order pulled the draw back, 
and pulled out a slice of coupons. Oh, Jesus. And then took her thing and said, bam, bam. And what should it, what was it, what could she, could she call us? Something. We got 50% off the deal. Listening to the comforter, the Holy Ghost, who said, ask. Just because you, you, you about to pay some money don't mean you don't need to ask. They got some hidden treasure. I mean, 50% in the draw. And no, 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 the, the, the thing that blessed me so much was after they did it, after we paid them, then they said, give us the high five, bam. <laughs> and even, but they wouldn't do nothing until we asked. They didn't volunteer it. But the Holy Ghost said, ask. That's a benefit, folks. And if he can do it in that situation, what other situation can he do it? The Holy Ghost, and, and so in Luke 12, 12, the next key is the Holy Ghost is a teacher with supernatural teaching ability that he can release to anyone that he indwells. Sometimes you be hearing stuff and you, be, you, you, you act like you ain't hearing nothing. And what you're hearing is the very thing that you need to say and need to do. Oh, Jesus. That's also when you need to have the teachable spirit. So you can receive the teaching benefit of the Holy Ghost. See, some of you don't have a teachable spirit. You want nobody to teach you nothing. You already know. Well, go on with your bad self. Go on. Y'all ain't helping me. Go on with yourself. Huh? I'm Holy Ghost. What do you know about this situation that I don't know about? Holy Ghost, tell me what I need to say. Tell me what I need to do. Now, folks, I, listen, this is true whether you know. Hey, this, hey, I got the evidence. And it ain't just for pastor. It's for the sons and daughters of God. But if you don't have a teachable spirit, oh, Jesus, <laughs> so you can receive the teaching benefits. Acts 5.32, let's get the next benefit, come on. Holy Ghost, thank you. Acts 5.32, and we are his witnesses of these things. And so is also the Holy Ghost, whom God hath given to them that obey him. What? Acts 5.32 reveals the next key benefit of the, whole, of the gift of the Holy Ghost. And that benefit is that you become a witness of the awesome things that will take place here in the earth realm in a supernatural way through the release of the power of God by the Holy Ghost. See, See, when you're hooked up with the Holy Ghost, you become a witness. Because you, listen, I'm a witness that when you listen to the Holy Ghost, he can give you 50%. I'm a witness. I'm a witness. I'm, hey, hey. I, listen, I am convinced 
that it's important for me to listen to the Holy Ghost every time I negotiate anything. Amen. Anything. Holy Ghost, what do you know that I don't know? What do you see that I don't see? I become a witness for him. Don't be coming to church and don't be no witness. There's something that God does in your life that somebody needs to know that God is able to do. And you need to tell it. Because you miss your blessing uh, when you don't tell it sometimes. Because you're overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of your testimony. Not your test of lie, but your testimony. This is what the Lord has done for me, and I'm witness. If he can do it for me, I know he can do it for you. Say, Lord, I thank you that with the Holy Ghost, I become a witness. Hallelujah. All right, let's go to Romans 5. Romans 5, 5. Benefits, benefits of the Holy Ghost. Romans 5, 5, and hope maketh not ashamed because the love of God is shed abroad in my heart, abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, which is given unto us. And hope maketh not ashamed because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, which is given unto us. Romans 5, 5, we tap into the next benefit. It's the love of God shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost. Do you know what? You ever been around some Christians that ain't loving? And you be wondering, where? do you know the Holy Ghost? Do, the, do, do you know Jesus? Huh? God is love. And his love never fails. And he will, and when, when, when his love is shed abroad in your heart, you'll be able to love them that are unlovable. Amen. That's a benefit, folks. Because when you stay in the love zone, it keeps you alive. See, the enemy wants you to be in hate zone so that you die quickly. It is the love of God shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost. Folks, when we have the gift of the Holy Ghost, he releases in our heart the love of God. He releases in our heart the love of God. That's why sometimes you need to be still long enough so that love can come up. Be See, some of y'all get so busy, you ain't, you ain't got time to be still. You need to be still in the midst of a crisis, still. Now, Holy Ghost, come on, I need some love. In other words, a supernatural love from heaven is released within our hearts as a benefit of allowing the Holy Ghost freedom in our hearts day and night to do whatever pleases him. Uh, some of y'all are night people. Some of y'all are day people. You got to know what your time, but you got to know how sometimes you got to move from your time to his time. You know, just, you know, I just like getting up in the morning. You know, I, I just, you know, I'm a morning person. No, I'm a night person. Well, whether you're a night person or a day person, you better let the Lord get up in there. 
Say, Lord, I want that benefit of love. Are you getting this now? Romans 15, 16. Let's get the next one. Come on. Romans 15, 16. It says that I should be the minister of Jesus Christ to the Gentiles, ministering the gospel of God, that the offering up of the Gentiles might be acceptable, being sanctified, being sanctified by the Holy Ghost. Sanctified by the Holy Ghost. When the Holy Ghost is in your life, then you are sanctified. What do you mean? See, some of y'all, well, we all have been around folk that call themselves sanctified. And it just is crazy. <laughs> crazy. Yeah, true I mean, crazy. Crazy. In the name of Jesus, I'm holy and sanctified. Don't touch me. <laughs> Don't put your hands on me. Where you been? You don't smell right. Sanctified. Come on now. When the Holy Ghost is in your life, then you are sanctified. Now that means set apart for sacred use. Set apart for sacred use. Set apart for sacred use. You are made holy and you are purified. Meaning, when the Holy Ghost comes into your life, he sets you apart for sacred use. Meaning, God wants to use you. But you can't be so sanctified you don't want to be used. That's when, that's when, it's, that's when, that's when it's just you. Um, don't, don't, get over it. Don't, don't, don't get... Yeah. Woo. You see, you see what Sanctify. Don't get up. Ha, ha, ha. That ain't no sanctification. That's crazy. And then they're going to blame it on the Lord. That's why some people don't come to church because they've been around some crazy sanctified people. Meaning, ain't no forgiveness, ain't no mercy, ain't no love, ain't no understanding, ain't no grace. Ah, I would let you come into my space, but you ain't holy yet. Huh? Ooh. And, and then, you ever been, now, now I'm, I'm teaching. Now, I, I know some of y'all got that stuff where you, you know, when something get on your hand, you got, you got to put something on your hands all the time. Sanitizer. But come on, folks. Sometimes you can sanitize yourself crazy. You get tricked in the, you get the trick in the thinking that everything you touch, you need to sanctify. Say sanitize. Come on now. I mean, you don't even want to eat your food. I, I got to go wash my hands. Wait a minute. What if you go in there and they don't have nothing to sanitize you? You ain't going to eat your I'm going to eat my food. I'm going to eat my food. I'm going to pray over it and ask God to sanctify it. 
Jesus. Come on. When the Holy Ghost is in your life, then you are sanctified, set apart for sacred use, meaning that God is going to use you to be a blessing to somebody else. Your life is a testimony that somebody, the same God that brought you through can bring them through. Well, I just don't want nobody to know I'm going through. Everybody going through. Yeah. I said everybody going through. You missed it. Through. Meaning you do get to the other side. In other words, you become God-like in season and out of season. You become set apart to live and move and have your being in God and through God. Meaning you, when you become sanctified, you know you got to depend on God. It's God. In him I live, in him I move, in him I have my being. But guess what? In him, guess what? There's peace. In him, there's joy. All right, Romans 15, 13. Let's go. Benefits, benefits, benefits. Romans 15, 13. Now the God of hope fill you with all craziness. Now the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you may decrease. Oh, no, decrease. Abound in hope. How? Through the power of the Holy Ghost. Folks, ain't no way I could pastor you without some hope in the Holy Ghost. Don't roll your eyes. Hope. The Holy Ghost gives me power to hope that you're going to get it together. Hope. That you're going to change. And a change will come over you. And I'm still alive to see it. Come on, let's flow. That benefit is when you have the Holy Ghost in your life, you reap the benefit of daily abounding in hope through the power of the Holy It takes power sometimes when you're in a hopeless situation. When you are in a powerless situation, you need some hope. When you are in a hopeless situation, you need some power. And the power comes from the Holy Ghost. Something supernatural has to happen. Oh, my God. Every time I go in the hospital and I have to see a dead body, I need some hope. I need hope, 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 hope. So that when I leave, that body don't bother me. But pastor, you, you don't need to so. Yeah, I know. But the Holy Ghost is my helper. Yeah. He, I can't do it without him. Hope means to look forward with confidence and expectation. See, the trick of the devil is to get you to look back and rehearse what you did in the past 
Well, you know, Cousin Bubba died about this time, too. So that must mean, you know, there must be, I, 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 I know I go to church, but just, I just, I just, I just, and you start confessing doubt and unbelief, and you start creating it. Say hope. It means to look forward with confidence and expectation. In other words, the Holy Ghost helps us to have confidence and expectation of the impossible being made possible. That way signs, wonders, and miracles become the new daily normal because our partnership with the Holy Ghost is for real. See, I expect miracles and signs and wonders every day. Every day. Every day. No, no. Every day. Every day. I said, no, no, no. I expect signs, wonders, and miracles every day. No, no, no. I said every day. Every day. And the more bad stuff I hear, the more I expect signs, wonders, and miracles. Because I lift up my shield of faith and it quenches the fiery darts. And I say, no! Because no weapon formed against me shall prosper. Every tongue that rises against me, I condemn it in Jesus' name. Holy Ghost helps me do that. Now go to Jude 20. Come on. Benefit, benefit, benefit. You know. But you, beloved, building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. Oh, Jesus. Folks, Jude 20 shares the last key benefit I want to share today. When you have the Holy Ghost abiding in you and allow him to pray through you, your lips... He helps build you up on your most holy faith. Most holy faith. Now, Acts 2, 4. Acts 2, come on. Acts 2 and 4. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Folks, when the Holy Ghost is in your life, he will want to have you speak in other tongues as he gives utterance. That takes practice. Take practice. Learning to let him speak through your lips. It may start out as a... But the more you... The more... He begins to help you. Holy Ghost, speak through my lips. I give you permission to speak through my lips. I locked up when I was, I, was, I, was, I was a young minister and I was ministering in the Baptist church and the Baptist church was trying to drive me crazy. And so I locked myself up in the, in the church and I said, Father, I need some more than just this, this naming it, claiming it. I need you to baptize me in the Holy Ghost. If the Holy Ghost is real, please, Holy Ghost, come in and, and fill me right now by myself. And all of a sudden, I began to double Whoa, Jesus. Just like that, the Holy Ghost, I allowed him to speak through me. I allowed him. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't try to figure out what he was saying. I just let him speak. Now watch where we go with this. Folks, when the Holy Ghost is in your life, he will want to have you speak in his other tongues as he gives you utterance. Now go to 1 Corinthians 14 too, because this is the key. 
First Corinthians 14, 2. For he that speaketh in an unknown tongue speaketh not to men. Wait a minute. When I'm brase mendola bakite, I ain't speaking to you. You missed it. When I'm rembro I'm not speaking to you. But look at what it tells you. He that speaketh in an unknown tongue speaketh not to but to God. You mean to tell me that when I'm I'm speaking to God. Got it? For no man understandeth him, how be it in the spirit he speaketh mysteries. When I'm speaking in, when the Holy Ghost is speaking through me, I'm speaking to God. Yes. That's, that's the, okay. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Any of y'all know about Morse code? Where, you know, there's, there's, a, there's a code that, you know, unless you know Mars code, you don't, they can do it, but you don't understand it. In the Holy Ghost, the Holy Ghost, when, you, when he's speaking through you, you're speaking God, you're speaking God's language, you're speaking his mysteries. So man may not understand, but Daddy God does, because I'm speaking his language. For he that speaketh in the unknown tongues speaketh not unto men. So stop getting upset when you're around somebody and they're speaking in tongues. They ain't talking to you. you didn't get hit. They ain't talking to you. Stop getting upset. You're blocking the flow. They're speaking to God. Don't be scared. They ain't crazy. They're speaking to God. You ain't supposed to understand. Folks, when you tap into another benefit, this is the key. When the Holy Ghost connects with your spirit and speaks through us, he helps us speak to God first and foremost in a language that heaven understands. Got it? Now, 1 Corinthians 14, 13. Watch what happens. Wherefore, let him that speaketh in an unknown tongue pray that he may interpret. Meaning, when I pray in the spirit and I'm talking to God, what I can do is say, now God, give me understanding of what you're saying. That's right. I need, I want to, let me, what, the, what does a break mean? That's right. And listen. And he said, I love you with an everlasting love. Tongue and interpretation. Well, it, that didn't make no sense. I said tongue and interpretation. When he's speaking through me, I'm speaking to God. Got it? But there comes a time when I want to know what I'm saying to God. So Holy Ghost, uh, I need some interpretation. Will you give me understanding of what the mystery is? That's intimacy, folks. I said that's intimacy. When God tells you his secrets. Wherefore, let him that speaketh in an unknown tongue pray that he may interpret. Some of you are speaking, but you ain't been praying for no interpretation. Yeah, amen, God. And go on about your business. 
but you're missing the benefit of interpretation because God will give you understanding of what you said. Oh, yes, he will. Oh, God. For if I pray in an unknown tongue, my spirit prayeth, but my understanding is unfruitful. Folks, here we tap into intimacy with God that causes us to draw nigh to him and him to draw nigh to us as we learn to pray believing and receiving his supernatural help and ability. When you see me up here and I'm praying in the spirit and I get quiet, I'm asking the Holy Ghost to give me the interpretation. I'm listening on the inside. And then whatever he says, I say it. And when I say what he says, guess what? Signs, wonders, and miracles happen. But he could there do no mighty works because of their doubt and unbelief. If I minister to somebody that's full of doubt and unbelief, it blocks the miracle. Ain't nothing I did wrong. You full of doubt and unbelief. Therefore, it can't happen. It'll happen when you stop doubting and start believing. Say, Lord, I repent. I've been guilty of doubt and unbelief. No more. Hallelujah. Folks, in 2015, the year of visitation and manifestation and demonstration, of the expectancy of grace, we need to become strong in faith, believing and receiving all the benefits that the Holy Ghost has for each of us. Eagle Summit, don't ignore the Holy Ghost like far too many are being tricked into and not daily working together with him so his gifts and fruit manifest in and through your life. Gifts of the Holy Ghost, a word of wisdom, a word of knowledge. A discerning a spirit. Uh, what else? See, y'all they don't even know what the gifts are. Huh? The gift of, anoint, uh, of the prophetic anointing. What else? Word of wisdom. Word of knowledge. Come on. So you mean to tell me you don't know what the gifts are? The Holy Ghost comes back with gifts. All right. What is the fruit of the Holy Spirit? Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, Come on, self-control, come on. Huh, gentleness, the Holy Ghost has fruit and he has gifts. But the people that don't know him don't, can't be strong. Well, you know, I read it in the Bible, but I, hey. Because you read it didn't mean you received it. Because you read it don't mean you receive it. Don't ignore the Holy Ghost like far too many are being tricked into. Do you understand on TV, they're mocking the Holy Ghost. They're mocking the Holy Ghost. They're mocking him. They don't want you to believe that, you know what? Hey, hey, greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. I lay hands on the sick and the sick recover. I bind the devil and the devil has to leave. I believe for signs and wonders and miracles everywhere I go. Everywhere. Everywhere. I'm a believer, not a doubter. Say this with me. Holy Ghost, we acknowledge you in all of our ways. Holy Ghost, please allow us to walk in the fullness of your power from moment 
to moment. Holy Ghost, teach us to profit and lead us in the way we should go. Holy Ghost, release your fruit and manifest your gifts in us and through our lives as we daily, as you daily promise. And we give you all the glory and all the honor. Holy Ghost, help us like you helped Jesus when he was here in the flesh. Help us to walk worthy of our vocation with all honor and all glory. Thank you, Holy Ghost, in advance for everything past, present, and future that glorifies and magnifies the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Shout hallelujah. Take your neighbor by the hand. Close your eyes. Say good morning, Holy Ghost. In all of my ways, I acknowledge you. I decrease so that you can increase. I thank you, Holy Ghost, for all of your benefits. Thank you, Holy Ghost, for being my comforter, for being my teacher, for being my witness, for being my hope. I thank you, Holy Ghost. I thank you, Holy Ghost, for your power operating in me and through me. I thank you, Holy Ghost, for your fruit of love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, self-control. Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, arise in us like never before. Let there be supernatural signs, wonders, and miracles everywhere we go together. And I promise, we promise to give you all the glory and all the praise. We repent for grieving you in the past. Holy Ghost, we receive your forgiveness in Jesus' name. Shout hallelujah. Come on, put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah.